always yes when you are doomed in the dungeon. Greetings, one and all. I am your host, Caliber Winfield, and to my immediate left... It's Henry, and we're back on the show reviews, and we hit March. We've hit March, finally, yes, um, indeed. February went really fast. Maybe it's because our new format schedule, our recording right. schedule, but I don't really know, but right, yeah, February would... And February is a shorter month, Some anyway. <laughs> um, but so we are live from Chapel Hill, North Carolina at the Dean Smith Dome. Um, this is Horseman Country, as yes, they will... Yes, it is. Tell us every time we're over there. Yep. And so, I mean, it's like, you you don't have to tell us, because when it is, anytime anything related to the horseman comes out, the fucking place blows up. Exactly. So, we open up with David and Tori riding in a limo. Yep. Um, I, I swear to God, limo companies were, like, Dude. making billions of dollars in the 90s with wrestling companies. <laughs> the first thing I wrote was, oh, good God, I hate this. <laughs> I... I am so, like, one of these days, I'm sure someone will do it. There had to have been, like, of the, let's say, a thousand episodes, uh, conclusively, if you add up all the wrestling programs during the Monday Night War, let's say it's a thousand episodes. I guarantee you, a thousand and one of them opened up with a limo arriving. Like, holy shit, man. <laughs> do you think, like, the limo CEOs are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like um, Scrooge McDuck yeah, exactly, yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, and the, other, yeah, and the monster truck guy next to him was like, hmm. Yeah, I can make some cash. <laughs> I'm going to do some work at there. And the Zamboni guy next to him was like, yes, yeah. The yeah, truck guy is like, oh, all right. <laughs> so, um... They're saying Rick is retiring after yeah. um, David's shocking betrayal. You know, and, and like David trying to act like he's bad, you know, in his leather jacket, just sitting there like whatever. Like, dude, it was just awful. Like, well, he's and awful. then I, apparently David won't return Rick's calls. Rick's called him like yeah. five times. Yeah, they play. They this, play all the voice messages. Yep, this is your father. Uh, we really need to talk. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So then we get to the recap of the main event of last week, yep. which was Steiner and Goldberg. It was uh, Goldberg versus, uh, yeah, Steiner, and then... Rick uh, Steiner returns. returns. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ste- Scott Steiner and Bagwell come out. Scott Steiner says Steiner stuff, you know. You're yeah. all white trash. You're not a genetic freak like me. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Bagwell p- puts a shot in saying him and Steiner are Duke fans because North, Ca- the North Carolina and Duke are colleges. Right, yeah. And they're pretty much state rivals. Yep. So this is true. And um, I don't know why Buff wore a shirt because he just kept lifting it up. Like that's all he did. <laughs> and then um, they call out Goldberg and Rick Steiner. Yep. They want them. Um, I'm really surprised they haven't. You know, they don't do like more of a Scott and Rick feud because yeah. you know Scott turned on Rick, right? And then Rick does his own thing, got hurt, and now he comes and attacks Scott. Yeah. Why aren't they having, like, a pay-per-view match? You know, and Rick also has, uh, he injured Buff. You know, I mean, obviously it was yeah. an accident, but they could work that in there. And it's like, they just threw Goldberg in for, like, no reason. He wasn't... Like, well, yeah, and then why Why is Goldberg wrestling Steiner when the television title is yeah, on the line? right? It's like, it's like they clearly just... It's just... It's so evident as to why things went the way they went. Because, I mean... Look back at it now, yeah. You still see his react when he comes out. The people are not sick of him, you no, know. Oh like, God, no. They they blow up for him, and it's like, dude, three months ago he was the world heavyweight champion. He never even had a rematch. Like he never had a rematch for his title. He ne- never got any type of real revenge against the NWO. The, the NWO and him aren't even talking or anything like that. It's well, uh, what I looking back at it now, like you said, back when 
this first aired, you know, I'm 11 right. years yeah, old I was, in 99. Yeah, I was 15. I was in elementary, middle school. Right. And then, like, I remember Goldberg winning and then losing the title. And then I was just, like, kind of, like, left WCW right. and started focusing more watching on WWE. So I didn't know Goldberg never won a ma- title match again. Right. Because I'd occasionally watch it, but, like, it wa- I wasn't, like, following up on the storylines yeah. at that point. But it did take me years later until I was like on WWE.com looking at title right. lineage. And I was like, wait a minute. Goldberg only won one WCW yeah. World Heavyweight title? What? I mean, if you I want, thought he at least won two or If you want to cut schematics, you could say he won it from Sting at Halloween Havoc. Yeah, because that's what I thought. I was like, he had but it was least, sanctioned. I was like, he at least won two titles. He's got it. Then I was just like, wait a minute. I just didn't want to believe it. I'm right. Like, Wow. That, that no him one... and Vince Russo had the same amount of title reigns? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that, like, that makes no sense. And I, I know this guy didn't win the heavyweight title, but Oklahoma, he has right? the same amount of title reigns yeah, as exactly. Oklahoma. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you know. How would it, like, in what world? I mean, it would literally be like if... When Steve Austin lost the title to Kane at, at uh, uh, King of the Ring. And never won anything. Yeah, and just all of a sudden was just off now feuding with Jeff Jarrett or Mark Merrill or something. It's yeah. just baffling. It just, what? Like, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what? So now we cut to Nitro Spring Break Extravaganza with Ricky Rackman. Um, I, I muted these every time. Like, they were awful. I will have to admit. I would want to go hang out and play on those like bouncy house oh, that shit like fun Yeah, well. like, you know, the gladiator yeah, stuff that and stuff all that. Fun. I was like, how much money do they spend right? on all that? Yeah, they were showing, uh, they had like almost, seemed like a like an amusement park kind of. They had these, uh, a lot of inflatable type bouncy castle things, but people were able to do like American gladiators type things on it, the obstacle courses, and it looked like fun. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was in middle school, we used to have a magazine drive every year. Oh yeah, I loved the magazine drive. And... If you got sold a certain amount of magazines, um, you were able to do what they brought one of those things in, like oh, with really? inflatable slides and stuff. Awesome. And I was lucky enough to sell enough magazines, so and I was undefeated on the gladiators. Oh hell yeah! Well, I'm <laughs> so, sure you're also probably like three feet taller than everyone else yeah. too. <laughs> so 14 minutes in, we get the nitro opening. Yep. Um, Wolfpack comes out, and when I say Wolfpack, it's Luger, Liz, Nash, and Disco. Yeah. Luger is wearing a glove on his hand. Right? <laughs> like, he has a bionic that. arm. Yeah, and bionic because arm. he tore his bicep. Yep. Like, they're really selling this injury. Yeah, like, they really are. And so he says, um, Luger grabs the mic. He says, someone's life is about to be changed for the better. And that he forgives everything that happened prior to his injury or right, something, yeah, like something like that. Because it made him have a new outlook yeah. on life or something. Luger's a good smarmy heel. He's great as a heel. Yeah. Um, Mike work as a heel for some reason. He's not that good. No, I mean he's never going to be good on the mic, but like he's better as a heel. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have him as a heel than some bland guy yeah. running around wrestling matches. And so Nash grabs the mic and says, "Ray, we have a spot for you in the Wolf Pack." This is weird. Why? <laughs> like this, <laughs> um, this was—it was just so like as you as exactly it's going exactly. And I remember I saw Nash and he had this huge cell phone on his on his belt. Like, and one just, of the commentators was like everybody has cell phones yeah, now. And I'm looking at it like God, those cell phones used to be you know really big. And it's like and look at him trying to flex on everyone. Like look at my cell phone I got on my belt. Yeah. But then he uh, had to call Ray Mysterio on the phone because he calls out Ray as you were saying because uh, they want to give him the Wolfpack shirt. <sighs> 
But it's just really weird, because, like, they were just acting like they were going to jump him. But then, I don't know, it was weird. They call Ray, Ray disses him on the phone. And or opposedly. Opposedly. <laughs> then they, they act all sad and leave. It was so weird. Like, it was just weird. I didn't know what the point of it was. <laughs> and don't worry, guys, we get a lot of disco coming out. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Ray rejects it. So then we get a recap of Booker T versus Hart. I'm like, wow, they yeah. went... Uh, they haven't played it like five times right. already. But now we get the first match of the night, almost a half hour in. We're getting there, guys. Yeah. There's like no wrestling in the first hour. No. So it's Psychosis versus Billy Kidman for the Cruiserweight title, I believe. I think, yeah, that's what I put. Um, now it's just never really say that the Cruiserweight title is on the right, line. Right, yeah, I was just kind of a, I was an assumption, really. Yeah, so... Um, this match was really good. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed um, it. There were, Kidman had a nice set of moves, um, a nice Hurricanrana. I think he had like a set of three moves back to back where he does like a Hurricanrana. Yeah. Psychosis goes out and then he does like a springboard over yeah. the rope. That was really solid. Um, he got some air on that yeah, one. Yeah, he did. Um, oh, that guillotine leg drop when Kidman was hanging on the rope oh, was I brutal. Love that. Yeah. Um, so, so basically. Kidman left to the outside, and or not to the outside. Um, how the fuck did I have this written? Anyways, so Psychosis does a drop toe hold to Kidman and putting him in the position like Ray would to give someone the 619. But then instead, Psychosis gets to the top of the rope and does a guillotine leg drop and driving Kidman's head right into the ring apron. I was like, ah, it's brilliant. I love that. Yeah, it was great. Um, both of... Uh Kidman does a Frankenstein that almost takes out the cameraman. Yeah, yeah, and you can even see the the, <laughs> the lens. Yeah, it was all uh, cockeyed. And then Psychosis gets back with a Frankenstein that looked nice. Yeah, and then Kidman wins via shooting star press. Um, I gave it three stars. Yeah, um, you could tell the crowd was in it. Oh yeah, they were um, digging it. There yeah, was they, one point where Psychosis got a close two fall, a close yeah. three, and the, you could hear the crowd go, "Oh." Yeah. Uh, so. When Psychosis did that top rope Frankenstein, man, he like landed on his damn head. Like, yeah. Ooh, I was shocked that he wasn't injured. Yeah, so. yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um, you know, this is what the cruiserweights really brought. Absolutely, WCW yeah. To. I went to two and three quarter stars, so yeah, pretty much three stars. Yeah, it was it was good, it was great stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to be a little more lax on my star rating because I figure <laughs> I'm mean, sometimes I'm a little too harsh on. And I think also I'm I can be a little too liberal with them. Like I <laughs> I really like something, man. I'll like I'll, I'll yeah. I mean, I really like this match. Um, it was a great opener. Yeah, got the crowd just, alive. That's how Nitro's used to open with you know? bam, give them the cruiserweight. Yeah, so this Nitro's starting off and on an okay note. Um, recaps Super Brawl tag title attack again. Yes, again. Because that's just like the greatest thing right? ever. Yeah, the, yeah, the, uh, no one gives a shit about. Um, so now we get Arn Anderson confronting David Flair. Yep. He, and he says, David, why, why, <laughs> why did you do this? Why? Why are you doing this to And David? David's like, I, David's just trying to be smug. Right, but yeah. it's like... Coming off really bad. Yeah. You know, Tories kind of have to cover for exactly. him. And then he's like, why are you hanging with this tramp and right? everything? And it was kind of funny with their acting stuff. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Yeah, David tried just the whole thing of David trying to be hard, like he's a badass kind of thing. It's just, it's so laughable. Yeah, and he's like, well, Hogan, Hall, Nash, Luger, they're all using you, you right. know, and, um,. David says, I don't care. <laughs> it was really, really bad. Yeah, it was really uh, bad. Um, it was, I mean, Art Anderson's tr- 
obviously good at promos. Yeah, one of the all-time best. Um, Tori's trying her hardest. You know, she you can tell she's still green. Right, absolutely. Um, but David Flair, Ooh, man. Yeah. That's brutal stuff right there. I mean, it's like I never thought I'd see the day where I long for crazy David Flair. In 2000? Yeah. Like, oh at least... <laughs> at least it was believable. He like, actually had a personality. Yeah, like, I can believe a crazy David Flair much easier than I can believe badass David Flair. <laughs> yeah! I'm a badass! <laughs> oh, on the levels of Horace. <laughs> yeah. Because Horace Hogan is a badass. There, I said Undisputed, it. Undisputed, <laughs> baby. Now, Hulk Hogan talks yep. to Vince about Stevie Ray. Yes, he does. Saying, Stevie Ray's talking a bunch of shit behind your back. <laughs> and you're the man. You're the man. Uh, they're really trying to start something between they these really two. They really are, yeah. It's, it's so forced. <laughs> like, um, they're trying. They're like, we, need, we need like a turmoil in the B team. Right. Who do we pick? Oh, we got oh, we got all these guys that aren't really good. Right. Except for Horse. Horse, naturally, yeah. Um, that goes without saying. Uh, so how about Vince and Stevie Ray? Oh, yeah. Stevie Ray had great matches. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and Virgil can carry it too. Man, seriously, like, uh, I think that Virgil is the most fortunate, luckiest person in the history of professional wrestling. Like, other than Brutus. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brutus. Yeah, Brutus and him, I think, are tied. Because Virgil does not have any talent. Like, he had a good body, and that was it. Couldn't talk, couldn't work. And I have to admit, when he was in WWE, when I first saw him, I was like, wow, that guy looks menacing. Oh, dude. He, you know, like the, the look, of, like yep. that stare he had, it was really good. Yeah, and the role that he had, uh, he was pitch perfect. He was yeah. great at it. He fell into that, which would be the... The easiest role ever. Like, you get all the money that DiBiase has, and you never have to work. Uh, skip that. He's nothing. He's nobody again. And then he just by chance, he gets picked up and put in the hottest angle in wrestling history. It's like, God. because he's Because he's... All his career was parodies of other Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know... Virgil. Virgil, Vincent, Shane. Shane. Oh, man. And, and, Ridiculousness. Yeah, and then he's laughing to the bank. Yeah, right now. <laughs> literally, truly. Apparently, he hangs out at, like subways. Like, hey, I'm Virgil. You want an autograph? Does he really? Yeah, twenty bucks. Oh my bucks. god, that's hilarious. <laughs> twenty bucks. You want an autograph? Wow. Twenty bucks. 20 Photo. Bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> wow. Well, good for him, man. I see my conventions money. all the time. <laughs> like, I bet. Yeah, I bet he goes every single convention that you can think of. <laughs> I think one day, if I ever see him in a convention, I'm just gonna pony up and do it. Right. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. I just be like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but like, hey, remember when you drank eggs on Thunder? <laughs> <laughs> what was up with that? I remember someone talking about. Uh, seeing Virgil like at an independent show, like probably like I don't know, fifteen years ago or something like that, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm here on a secret mission from Hollywood Hulk Hogan." Like, <laughs> right at the end of he's still he's still doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably doing that today. I'm like, sure you know, he is, man. Hollywood told me to be here. <laughs> Said I'm the man. In case y'all didn't know, no, uh, we're Stevie Ray. <laughs> Then we go back to the nitro party. Nothing. Of, yep. Nothing. Cinnabars. I'm telling you, Shawn Michaels, you better check if your children right, are actually yeah, yours. Yep. They might be Ricky Rackman. That's right, man. Because <laughs> whispers all over him. <laughs> it is stupid. Chicks hate me. Sure. Like, <laughs> that is such a 1999 thing. <laughs> you know, I wonder what he's doing now. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I mean, because he was on those like VH1 like dating shows. Yeah. For a while. Ricky was all over those. You know. I was just like, 
Ugh. Little Ricky. He's 55 now. Wow. Right? He looks really young in 99. Yeah, he did. He looked really young. Now that MTV doesn't know what Headbanger's ball is anymore. Right, yeah, I don't think it... Yeah, I think we're... Yeah, you and I are probably the last two people on Earth that probably remember it. It's not really saying what he's doing these I days. Re- I remember uh, it used to... Uh, um, MTV2 played it. Yes, I so. love... MTV2 for a while was awesome. Yeah, I mean, literally on Fridays, I'd always look forward to it because I'd get home from school and I'd just go straight to my room, turn on Beavis and Butthead because it would be on like all evening. And then Celebrity Deathmatch and all yes. that. Yes. Uh, I remember for a while there, um, they had a VH1 channel that would do this awesome... It was like only like an hour long, but they would, it was basically like Headbangers Ball where they would just play like late 80s, early 90s. Like oh, the rock. rock show. Yeah. I used to watch that oh, all the time. I loved it, man. It was great. Me and a friend would always watch it. Yeah. And we'd talk, it awesome. Did you watch the rock show yep. on Saturday? Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, so now we get wrestler that's been on every program that since the start of 99 yep. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Rey Mysterio which I'm starting to dig what they're doing with Rey here they just had the fucking mask on him you but know. I mean yeah like look look how easy it is to, to work with someone and get a little guy over like it was like they basically just did the same thing they did with Bammer and Spike Dudley yeah well I liked, I liked uh, how he just like lifted him and mm-hmm. tossed Rey onto the security guard oh that was guard. great yeah that was great um it's a nice David versus Goliath mm-hmm. theme um I liked Bam Bam's frustrations. Like, you'd get a pin, right. Ray would kick out, and he would just, like, sit there and just, like, look around, like, the you know. The audacity of this motherfucker. You know. I, but, yeah, I loved it. Like, when and it was great because, like, when Bam would throw him, he would throw him across yeah. the ring. Like, he was like he was weightless. And then, random pyro, because we're on the second hour of <laughs> <laughs> Nitro. Like, couldn't they time this shit better? <laughs> like, they're literally in the middle of a rest hold, and all these fireworks are popping off and fire everywhere. It's like, wow. Right? Like, almost someone got fired over that. <laughs> um, Ray wins via, like, a roll-up. Yep. Um, I gave it two and a half stars. Yeah, we went two stars. Um, uh, I really dug it. It was know, yeah. I mean, Bigelow really, Bigelow really carried like the emo, like the uh, psychology of it. Right. And yeah. Ray carried the wrestling. Oh, absolutely! It irritated me that Ray wrestled with a chain on, like a necklace, because I just think that would be really obnoxious. And I don't know how he was. In. Conan did that too, and I didn't understand how they were able to do it. Yeah. But no, Ray looked like a million bucks here. And it it just really irritates me because like God, you guys you, you could you had so many stars if you just just built them up. You just did it right, and it was clearly they were able to. So then we cut to the back. Mean Gene is waiting for Ray for an interview. Um, before they start the interview, uh, Nash attacks Ray from behind. Well, Disco with Disco and Luger. Right. And Nash says, "You should have taken the shirt." Yeah. Um, and stuff, and I find it hilarious. Like, Mean Gene doesn't check on Ray. He just walks away. He's like, somebody stop this madness. Like, oh, all right, my okay, there you go. And then we cut to Raven and Bigelow brawling backstage, and Hack is there, and they're all beating each other up. They take out a cameraman. Yep. Um, that's, so they're probably going to be doing something at Uncensored. Um, yeah, I think they do a triple threat. Yeah, because Uncensored is not even two weeks away already. Damn, already, huh? Yeah, so next week is the go-home shows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's good because we know one match. Yeah, uh, f- which is going to be announced tonight. Yes, it is. Um, because like the commentators are trying to save face and be like, "Yeah, uh, 
they're working hard back there figuring out matches. <laughs> <laughs> like, or you could just like start the night after Super right, Bowl yeah. instead of these weird NWO parodies. Right, yeah. yeah. Rick right. Flair has arrived to the arena. Um, Luger, Nash, Disco talk about Vince with Stevie Ray. Trying to start <laughs> shit with that. Um, so weird. They're forcing this. Like, they really are. <laughs> like, this isn't going over organically no. at all. Because they kind of touched a on it, like on a couple thunders, right. you know, and then they just they just went away, and now they're building it up. Now we get Jerry Flynn versus the cat. Versus the cat. Um, Flynn calls out the cat, but the cat ignores him. Norton tells the cat to go get Flynn because Flynn <laughs> called out the cat. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, like, can this fucking guy just have a match where it's not like we don't have to have this this backstage preamble where it's like, oh, this guy's calling you out again. or It's like it's been the same three people calling each other out, apparently, for like over two months. I don't know what it is, but Jerry Flynn's on a win streak here. He really is. Like, like they said, Jerry Flynn put up, picked up a great win on Saturday night against the Disciple. I'm like, okay. The luckiest win of his life, I'll like, tell you that. I was watching, when I was watching this, and they are like, Jerry Flynn on Saturday, and I was like, he beat the Disciple. <laughs> <laughs> Before they even announced, they're like, yes, he beat the Disciple. <laughs> <laughs> because Bruce is just jobbing That's on Saturday right. nights now. Saturday night disciple time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it kind of starts off as a Flynn squash. Yeah. You, you know. Crowd's chanting boring. Yeah, because it kind of is boring. Yeah, um, it's... You can't do... You can't do worked martial arts. It just doesn't look right. <laughs> it just looks awful. It looks super... Like all oh, those, like, thanks. Lion's Den matches. Remember those? Yeah. Those were bad. Yeah, dude. those weren't that great. And so, um, Cat gets a couple kicks, but we had the weirdest ending. I wrote... I, that's exactly what I wrote. Like, what the okay. fuck was this? So what they do is they both kick each other and they both fall yep. to the ground. And the ref decides... They've both been knocked out. So I was thinking, okay, so no contest. Yeah. But he's like... Now it's the last man standing. First one yeah. to your feet at ten wins. What? <laughs> like, what? Like that's legal? The referee can just decide all of a the sudden? matches. And yeah. I was just like, oh, okay. So, uh, and then I was just like, I'll just go with it. And then so they both all of a sudden have this like resurrection right, yeah. <laughs> where they're both they were dead, and now all of a sudden it's they're like, alive. oh, we're up at three. Yeah, and then Ono um like holds down uh, Jerry Flynn or something. But he kicked him in the head. He kicked. Oh yeah, he kicked him in the head. And then the cat wins by standing up. I yep. gave it a star. That's uh, exactly what I gave it, yep. I mean, it was the weirdest ending I've seen in a while. Yeah, I, that was just... I mean, what's to stop a referee from all of a sudden going, this match is now a... Uh, whose ever name is Jerry Flynn wins match. <laughs> well, winner! <laughs> or then the cat like, hey, my name real name is Jerry Flynn. <laughs> I got it right here on my ID. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and then the whole feud over the name of Jerry Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, predate, predate Booker T fighting for the letter T <laughs> with Ahmed Johnson <laughs> as oh, Big T Big T Tony Norris oh god yeah, that's coming up oh no no, no that's a year that's a year away yeah, that's right you want to do WCW 2000 again because you will do WCW right yeah fuck it man on through. Uh, recap of the EDP versus Steiner just a Super Bowl match yeah I nothing, that shit nothing really big no now Hugh Morris versus Saturn um, this wasn't too bad. No. It was a power match. Um, there's quite a bit of Jimmy Hart interference. Yes, there is. Um, I'm starting to get annoyed with Jimmy Hart. Super annoyed with Jimmy Hart. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't do anything. Like, no, he just like goes on the ring apron, and if someone's out there, he'll kick up. Yeah, him. with his big uh, airbrush jackets. Like, well, the only thing was this match was kind of slow. Like, yeah, the crowd chants boring a few times um, throughout. There were some neat moves to it. Yeah, um, except for the 
Hugh Morris putting on the worst chin lock ever. Yeah. Awful. Um, Jericho comes in, interferes, attacks Saturn yep. with a chain. Yep. Morris gets the win. No laughing matter. Yeah. I gave it a star because it was just kind of slow. Yeah, it, just... it was really obnoxious was, so because Jericho's coming out, Jimmy Hart has to distract the ref. So Jimmy Hart gets on the apron and starts like arguing, debating, doing whatever with the ref. It takes like two minutes. Yeah. So this okay, the ref is the biggest idiot in history. It's like, okay, clearly he's distracting you. This has been going on for a minute now, dude. Like, I just, I hate that kind of shit. Yeah, it wasn't that great. Um, I, I mean... I gave it a star. Yeah, I mean, some of the match was all right, but... You know, and Saturn was getting over with the dress thing. Yeah. You know, he was doing certain, like, I liked, I liked the Life's thing... Life's a did. drag! Yep. What are you staring at? <laughs> I liked when he uh, would put the dress over someone's head yeah, and then punch them. That was cool. Yeah. Like, that's smart. Kind of you know? like a humiliation. Exactly, kind of yeah. Thing. And people would pop when he would just lift his dress and like thrust his crotch. Like, it would pop for that, you know, like just because he had a dress on. Yeah, but the guys in the back are like, he can't, we can't do that anymore because he's getting over. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting over, you're in trouble. So now we got Steiner and Bagel on the, on the big Papa Pump Express, right. pretty much. <laughs> Uh, they travel on a bus throughout the U.S. doing a tour. It's really hard for me to watch, like, Simon just, like, interact with fans. Now, right. You know? Yeah. And Bagwell's interacting with fans and signing autographs. Right. Yeah, it is. It is awkward. <laughs> you know. And then more natural party where they have a pizza eating contest. Um, oh, yes. Yes, they do. One guy takes, like, three pizzas and shoves it down <laughs> his throat. <laughs> Champ. There you go. Now we get Brett versus Benoit. Which... I don't know. Like, I thought this was going to be a better match than it was. Oh, I actually enjoyed it. Did you? I thought it was better than the Booker T match. You know, honestly, though, I've, uh, for me, I've just never really been a Benoit fan. Like, ever. Like, it had nothing to do with him, you know, uh, being a piece of shit. I, yeah. Like, he's, certain matches he's got I like, but I just, I never, for me, I just, I don't know, I never really saw it. Like, a lot of his stuff doesn't really speak to me. I much. think this one, um, for me, yeah, Brett's just phoning it in at this right. point, but like... Like I've said before on this show, um, it is eerie for me to watch Benoit matches, right. but I also try to focus on it on like being like, it's not, I'm watching this as in 1999. Right, yeah. You know, and everyone always said that the guy who murdered Chris Benoit, the guy who murdered his family, that was not the Chris Benoit they knew. Yeah. You know, it's so like when I watch the matches, I'm like, okay, this is not the same Chris Benoit. Yeah. This is a... I try to put that in the back of my Exactly. Mind. You know, this is all pre-the concussions, you know, like, so... But I think they had a shit. decent pace to it. No, I mean, um, it was a good match. And I, the one thing I love about when these two would work together is the intensity. Because they both believed it's real when yeah. you're out there. And they were snug and they were tight. And they both come from the same exactly. you know, um, time in wrestling, obviously training. Um, there was an awesome counter where yeah. Brad has him in the sharpshooter. Sharp going but for it. Benoit puts him into the crossface. Yeah, that's um, the first thing I had written was the sweet reversal. I mean, it, it's your typical Brett WCW match without the stalling. Yeah. You know, which is nice. Those chops from Benoit. Oh. I saw a thing. It was hilarious. It was a tag match. I can't remember where. It was in WWE at one point. And it was Benoit and Ric Flair. Well, uh, so Rick gets Benoit in the corner. And, uh... We see the Zodiac <laughs> on the TV screen. <laughs> yes! No! Um, Thank you for the memory, Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Rick does the thing where he chops him in the corner. Then Benoit grabs him, turns him around. Rears back, gives him a chop from hell. Flair walks out to the center of the ring, looks tough, and then just does the flare flop. I loved it. 
Uh, but yeah, this was great here. Uh, there was a spot that made me go, oh shit! And it's when what was that when they went out of the. Uh, like spill down to that's the outside. That's two. That's the second one. <laughs> the first one is when uh, Benoit he goes to suplex Brett and he puts he goes to hang him on the ropes. You know, like when they hang him half on, half off, or like down the center, or whatever. And yeah, I don't know what happened. Like if uh, Brett's there was just too much weight in the front or whatever. But like Brett goes ass over tea kettle, almost breaks his neck. And then like you were saying, they do a spill to the outside. Yeah, yeah. And oh my god, man! Like, woo, they got lucky there. Then. uh Wyndham and Henning come in. Um, they interfere. Yeah, that sucked. I was irritated with uh, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, Brett puts him and Benoit on the sharpshooter. Won't break the hold. Yep. Um, Benoit wins. Um, I gave it three stars um, because it was a really good thing going right. on until the Wyndham and Henning fan yeah. started again. And then um, uh, Malenko comes out for a brawl. Yep. And the crowd popped for that. Like, that was definitely horseman country. I give it uh, two and a half stars. Um, if it had been a little longer, obviously, not the, the fucked finish. Yeah. I, yeah, because I, I was getting on with... I was getting on... Maybe with Benoit, maybe I... It was just kind of refreshing for me to see, like, a good match. Absolutely, yeah. You know, absolutely, on Nitro yeah. when we've had so many, like, right. squashes. That, and that's exactly how I felt about the Booker-Brett team. Yeah. Brett-T. Brett-T. Brett-T, baby. Booker-Hart and Brett-T. <laughs> And then we get a little glimpse of the Conan music video. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Viva La Raza. <laughs> oh, why does it go? It goes, uh, Bow, wow, wow, yippee yo, yippee yay. Arriba La Raza all day, every day. Bow, wow, wow, yippee yo, yippee yay. Orale, orale. Awful. <laughs> Just the worst. So now we get a Hogan promo. Yep. Um, David is in the NWO. Yep. He's um, the man, this is what the power lies, Buff's um, Yeah, and then um, and the, Rick is retiring, blah, blah, blah. Vince, Stevie and Vince start fighting. Yeah. Um, they get split apart. Um, mean Gene comes out, interviews Rick. Uh, Pretty good promo. Yeah, yeah, Rick calls out David, says Hogan's the issue, not David. Yeah. Um, and he's setting the match for Uncensored. It's going to be a 15-foot-high cage surrounded with barbed wire, no way out. Yep. Um, he didn't. One man enters champion. One man leaves. They didn't. Uh, yeah, he doesn't stipulate the first blood rules in this promo. No. Yeah, I think so. Which they don't even follow. Yeah, we see. <laughs> uh, definitely get really that. quick match, I guess. Mm-hmm. So now we got Scott Steiner and Bagwell versus Rick Steiner and Goldberg. You know, like okay, so Buff and Scott came out and said that that's what they wanted, but we never heard from Rick. We never heard from Goldberg. Like, they what just, the fuck, we man? Just assume yeah. we're gonna go wrestle. Like no promos or nothing. Good to see Rick Steiner back. Yeah, he looked um, a little... Uh, you could tell he he had taken some time off. He wasn't yeah. as jacked as normal. Um, it's weird to see Goldberg in a tag match. Right. But it's just basically your basic tag match. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Scotty hit some really impressive suplexes. Uh, I liked Goldberg doing the overhead press and then doing the reps and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, uh, Goldberg has a couple of nice spears, one yeah. from the side. Uh, um, there was a cool moment I liked where uh, Scott, uh, Scott and Buff... They uh, tag, tag what the fuck? They both Irish whip Goldberg into Scott. Excuse me, Rick. Rick ducks. Goldberg leaps over him. Rick launches into a double clothesline. I thought that, that was a pretty yeah. cool spot. I like that. Um, Rick gets the pin for the win. Uh, two and a half stars. Yeah, I went two stars. Um, um, but yeah, again, it was just like, man, the people want Goldberg, you know. And it's, I always think like how they how they booked Austin, you know, like you had uh, Goldberg raising Rick's hand and going, he's back. He's back. It's like, dude, Steve 
man, Steve would have speared the fuck out of this guy and then just walked off, yeah. you know, like everyone would have loved it. So it's like, ah, man, they just totally fucked Goldberg. But overall, this Nitro was pretty decent, yeah, I thought. Fun, yeah, They had some good matches on it, and they're progressing. They're actually trying to progress to uncensored. Um, you know, the funny thing is, is like, what brought the what brought WCW to the promised land was the NWO. But at this point, they are the arguably the worst part of the show. Oh, yeah. Whenever time I see them, it's like, oh, my God, I couldn't care less. Yeah, because like, they're doing the same things all God, over again. so over the NWO at this point. Like, I just can't wait for another three months where there's no more NWO and, you know, like, it's going to be so nice. Yeah, because at this point we're still in 98 mode. Yeah. Um, it's not really, turns into 99 until, like, the summer, I yeah, think. Like, After yeah. Spring Stampede, that's when I think it starts going downhill. Yeah, everything just feels aimless right now. Like yeah. You're just kind of wandering, holding pattern until... Yeah, until, okay, we, you know, we have the Hogan-Flair feud... That's about it. That, that's yeah. literally like the only real big feud they got going on right now. Like, yeah, Goldberg isn't in any feuds. Uh, um, Rey Mysterio isn't even. I mean, I guess he's kind of feuding, but I mean, like, he's, he's just feuding. beating up big guys. Yeah, he's just beating up big guys. Um, Nash ain't doing anything. Yeah, Nash um, isn't doing anything. Hall's not doing anything. Luger's out. Yeah. Um, what the else? Cruiserweights are doing anything. Yeah, there's no feuds other than Hogan. Yeah, and, Booker well, T's not doing anything. Well, yeah, I mean, he's just wrestling. Yeah, but he's. Number no, one yeah, contender, exactly. no angle or anything. No angle with Hall because Hall hasn't been on TV since Super yeah. Brawl. Since yeah, since he won the title. Yeah. Um, you know there really isn't anything going on. No, yeah, really, there of really major importance. Isn't. Uh, you just have Flair versus the NWO, yeah. really. Yeah, that's but. it. Yeah, the, that's it. Yeah, that's literally the big storyline, and everything else is just like everybody's out hurt or. WCW is just fucking with us. Yeah, like, oh, you're just going to be in a random match. Those are the only two options. All right, now, Thunder Time. Thunder Time. Crackalacky Thunder Time. March 4th, 1999, live from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, It recaps the Arn and David talk from Nitro. Right, yep. Yeah, um, make sure to get that. Uh, then we have Arn and Rick talking in the locker room. This goes on forever. Oh, oh my God! I, um, I bugged out when I saw this because it tells me I know what the next Nitro is because the next Nitro we're going to review is the one where there's no wrestling in the first hour. And how do I know that? Because I've seen the episode, and that Nitro opens up with this segment in full, like in full. They're going to show this long-ass segment of Ric Flair and Arn Anderson sitting backstage at Thunder talking about a stupid kid. It's like literally like eight minutes long, isn't it? Something like it's, that. It's yeah. almost ten. I, yeah. I, even I've like paused and like, okay, how yeah. long is this? And, and Arn's concerned about David. Yeah. Rick doesn't seem concerned. All he wants is the title and to beat Hogan. It's um, like, okay, I see where you're, you're trying to do the planting the seeds for the heel turn. Yeah, they're... They're, they're, it's getting there. Yeah. The double turn is getting there. Um, then it recaps Ric Flair on Nitro. Um, Arn's like, well, it doesn't matter about being in you know North Car- in the Carolinas. It, it, this is your son. And right, yeah. Like, We're yeah, just having a good time and all that. In Salem. Um, recaps Nitro main event storyline with yeah. the Steiners and Bagwell and Goldberg. Um, now we have Hugh Morris versus Rick Steiner. Yep. Nothing really, not really anything to talk about here because it was so short. Yeah, it really was. Um, Rick had a pretty cool power slam, but yeah, I like that. That was cool. I know beef with that. You know, just 
your typical power match, but yeah. both of them. Rick Brett shows up. Who? Oh, I'm sorry. No. I wrote Hart. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, I, I wrote. I've written. Uh, Morris gets control of help from Hart, and I don't know why. <laughs> my brain was yes. Uh, Jimmy Hart. Excuse me. Brett Hart just. But it wouldn't surprise me if W. No, exactly. WCW's like, hey, Brett, just go out there and. That's exactly why when I was reading it, I was like. Oh, Brett doesn't have anything going on with these two. And I'm like, what? it's WCW, you idiot. Like, they would just throw him out there. Uh, yes, you are correct. Rick gets the win. Um, star. Uh, I actually, uh, for some reason, I decided to, to to time these matches. I don't know why. I was like, eh, it'd be kind of nice to start timing things. Uh, this one was 3 minutes and 33 seconds. So, yeah, you're right. It was short. Yeah, there wasn't much to it. it literally every Hugh Morris match you've probably ever seen. Yeah, right. So, Mean Gene interviews Benoit Malenko. They both say they don't have a problem of how they lost, but have right. that they lost, but they have a problem of how they lost. Right, yeah. And so Malenko takes off his belt and he says, "One dumb, you want to play games? Um, we're gonna have at the uncensored. We're gonna have lumberjacks, and they're yeah. all gonna be having belts. belts. So it's a belt lumberjack match for the tag titles at Uncensored. Well, yeah, we're going to have a belt lumberjack tag match, and then we're going to have a freaking razor wire steel cage uh, first blood world heavyweight title match. Like, oh my god, you guys. Jesus. Uh, you, you know Uncensored is unsanctioned. That's right, yeah. WCW <laughs> wants to wash their hands clean. No rules. No nothing. <laughs> it's uncensored. Oh, the you know, tragedy, like, the horror. When I was watching this, the, this promo, I was thinking to myself, like, they're acting like this is a big deal, this is a big angle. This is the first time they fucking talked about it uh, in two weeks. Like, we've seen the promos or we've seen the recaps and stuff, but these guys have never come out and really said anything. Like, there's been no build for a rematch. Yeah, right. Like, they, I mean, Henning and Wyndham ran out. They right. Been yeah, exactly. That was about it. So now we get the resurrection of Hal Green. Oh, man, yeah, it's been a few weeks. <laughs> Versus the Cat and Sonny Ono, which the commentators are saying, I done censored we're getting Jerry Flynn versus the Cat and Sonny Ono in a handicap match. Okie dokie. <laughs> you say so. It's, we were just complaining about feuds like five minutes ago. This right, yeah, is <laughs> where we're going to get a more worked martial arts. Bummer. Oh, boy, I can't wait. Right. It's more of a cat squash. Um. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh no, it's entertaining. Um. Oh no, hit the shittiest roundhouse kick I mean, ever. That was bad. Yeah, I gave it a star. Yeah, I mean, cat Sony Ono gets the pin, the arrogant foot on the right. chest pin. Yeah. Cocky pin. That was. I only gave it a star because it was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, Ono was entertaining, but other than that, it was just. Ugh. Yeah, I want a star. And this one went three minutes and thirty six seconds. Yeah, this is this is this is thunder. People. Yeah, I was gonna say this is shaping up to be very thunder. Um, mean Gene interviews Saturn. Saturn, they talk about like fetishes and yeah. that he's gonna be he's gonna come out in an outfit that will make Marilyn Manson appalled. Right, I think. calls himself a bald bombshell. And then Jericho comes out wearing a dog collar <laughs> with a chain, sets up match at Uncensored. They're having a dog collar chain match or something. Of course they are. All stipulation <laughs> pay per view. <laughs> Uncensored's gonna be shit. Yeah, it, yeah. 
and I'm looking forward to it in a bad way. <laughs> Take my money now. <laughs> right. So we have next match, Prince Iakeev. God forbid, it's been a couple months. Man, Prince I- yeah, Prince Iakeev, been a minute since I've seen you. Versus our favorite in the dungeon, Dan <laughs> right. Bigelow. Random, yeah. random oh, Bigelow. I'm just... Can we have a break? Yeah, right? Like they've been, Man, Bigelow's been, I think, on every show. Yeah. I, it's like, give him the world title now. Do you see, right? Yeah, just give us a purpose for why he's here. It's an extended squash for Bigelow yep. with some IK offense peppered in. Goes longer than I thought. Yeah. Yes, right? Yeah, it broke the three minutes. <laughs> what is it, like five? It was five minutes, 41 seconds. <laughs> Bigelow won. Asbury um, Park. Star. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's literally it. <laughs> Um, now, we get the greatest match ever. Oh, absolutely. I mean... The stars came out this time. This broke the scale. (laughs) Horace and Vince come out to face Henning and Wyndham. In a (laughs) non-title. In a non-title match. (laughs) And Horace is carrying the team. And he's battling. And he's never surrendering. And what am I talking about? Stevie comes out, attacks Vince, and then the horsemen come in and beat up Horace. Yep. (laughs) One minute, 49 seconds. What the fuck, man? Yeah, no, no rating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they literally, they couldn't make that a, 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 ta- a tag title match? Like, just for the fucking sake of it? Just like, to, like, have them defend the belts? Exactly, You yeah. know, and just to have horse and Just to say they defended something, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so ridiculous. So ridiculous. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Horace right, yeah. taking them all out. <laughs> then we get J- Jim Duggan has returned. Yes, that's right. He had beat cancer at that point. And he says, thank you for the support. Um, as for coming in the ring, I'm not... You won't see a tattooed. <laughs> um, it'll just be me, my piece of wood, and yep. a flag. So, Jim Duggan has apparently returned to WCW. Yep, beat the old kidney cancer. Um, now we have Chavo as... Chavo... I was Chavo as Kidman. Chavo versus Kidman. Yep. Cruiserweight title, I believe. Yeah, this one actually... Uh, they actually let this one go the distance. Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was good. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, Kidman had a nice set of three moves in a row. Um, that He did like a head scissors and then like a drop kick and then something yes. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a yeah, plancha over the top rope. Um, it had decent back and forth to it. Um... Yeah, I thought they traded the momentums pretty well. So I gave it two and three quarters. Yeah, that's what I went. Uh, uh, Kidman got the win, obviously. The only thing that, that that annoys me, it's like, okay, wouldn't everyone at this point know that you don't try and powerbomb Kidman? Like, every single time uh, someone can't, tries to... You they can't get, land right. Yeah, they get the face plant. Like, come on, guys. Who <laughs> versus this thing's for a fucking living? <laughs> so, yeah, it was the best match of Thunder. Oh, easily. Um, that was a nine minute, 46 seconds. Wow, oh, my God. Yeah, right? Yeah, literally triple the time mm-hmm. of every other match. Near. Now we have a following announcement. It's yes. By the new Great world order. By the new world order. Uh, Hulk talks oh. about Rick. Um, understands why. Hulk understands why people hate Hulk Hogan. Yes. But he says Rick Flair is the worst because he doesn't care about his son. Yeah. He is the worst person in the it's world. It's so weird. Like this was not like in reference to the double turn. Like it wasn't subtle at all. It was literally just like. This week, Flair is all of a sudden... A bad guy. Yeah, just doesn't care about his kid, wants a title. And now Hogan is wagging his finger like, you're a bad dad. What? <laughs> and then he says, when I beat Ric Flair, I don't want to ever see him again. He, he's, he doesn't, he's not retiring. He, he needs to go away. Yeah. 
And um, I'm going, isn't that retiring? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, didn't you guys do this already? And he retired and then came back and dragged and... <laughs> and he came back. Yeah, we've we seen and... this movie before, man. Yeah, so um, that's about that. And yeah. then we get Bagwell's return singles match versus Booker T. Yes. Um, Bagwell looked good here. Yeah. I looked him at that. He had, there were some nice suplexes and moves. Uh, Steiner comes in and interferes. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. Um, Booker T gets the loss. Bagwell hits the blockbuster. I gave it two stars. It, yeah. It was pretty fl- solid. I'm going to start in half. Um, it ended up going nine minutes, 14 seconds. Just a good long time. But, yeah, nothing really stood out. Um, no, it was your typical Thunder. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, they kind of built something with, obviously, Flair and Hogan. Right, absolutely. Other than that, these are just. We have a wrestling show we got to put on, guys. Uh, let's just. Put some wrestling out there, right? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's no structure to these shows at all. It's just literally just like random wrestling. Like that's literally all it is. It's a like we've said before. It's a prime time version of Saturday Night or Main Event or yeah. any of those other ones. Worldwide, yeah, extended by an hour. Yeah. Which you know, I can understand why WCW, um, you know. Eric Bischoff is saying, I, I never wanted to do the show because it takes away from Nitro. Yeah. But it, there's nothing going on in Nitro either. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, not to mention the fact that they had to pay for Thunder themselves. Like, how fucking deranged. <sighs> yeah, I want the show on my network, but I'm not paying for it. Right. Um, I was listening to the new 83 Weeks this morning, and uh, they were covering uh, Halloween Havoc 93. And then when they're before they get to reviewing the show, as for any of those who don't listen to 83 Weeks generally, if it's an episode about a pay-per-view, Conrad and Eric will talk about things that led up to the, the show, and then they'll review the show. Well, in the build-up, he was talking about how bad WCW was in terms of the shape they were in, you know. Yeah, a couple shows that they had had literally were canceled because they'd only sold like 90 tickets. Yeah, like 200 people would show up. Wow. Like, that is insane to think about. 90, 200 people to a WCW show, and then five years later, you know, they'd be... Thousands of Yeah, 30,000, like, you know, a uh, house show selling out, like, 90% of the time, which is just unheard of. WWE can't even do that right now. Yeah. Well, no. like, pre-COVID, obviously. Right. But. No, they were killing it in 98, man. Yeah, 98 was... Man, 98 was like a time we'll never see again, that's no. for sure. Uh, now on the TV screen, we're watching some of Halloween Havoc 95. 95. And there's the old ass sheik out there with a sword. With a sword, yeah. <laughs> like, a ninety year old sheik. <laughs> is that Ray or is that That's uh Mr. JL. Uh, it was Jerry Lynn. Oh. And Sabu. Sabu. Oh, he almost ate that. Yeah, that was that was brutal. Um yeah, so people that don't know, Sabu's uncle is the Sheik. Who was this wrestler back in like the 60s and 70s yeah. or something? Yeah, it was kind of, I don't want to say pioneered hardcore, but like he yeah. definitely was a hardcore kind of cat. Yeah, and you know, Sabu was Sabu. Uh, and yeah, the, he, the Sheik ran out of Cobo Hall in Detroit, and um, it was a huge booming uh, territory for a while, but the Sheik ruined it because the Sheik never did a job. Uh, ever, ever, ever. And he was like on top for six, seven years. And um, Jim Cornette had said this. That finally Andre the Giant was coming in. Andre was going to settle this dude's hash. Fucking match starts. Six seconds later, Sheik throws a fireball into Andre's face. Count out. That was it. Ruined the town. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah, and I heard I heard crazy stories uh, from like Sabu, where uh, like Bobo Brazil, who was the Sheik's like his biggest nemesis, he'd come over and stay there for like the weekend, flying in from wherever he was, but they would never be in the same room together. Yeah, like that's how tight Kate, they kept KK. Oh yeah, it's got to be real. This match is super short too, if I, if I recall. Well, the fact that they they tried to have Sabu in WCW is just. Oh yeah, eighty three wow. weeks. They keep bringing up Sabu in right? WCW because it's just such a a wonderment. It's a mismatch. It's a huge mismatch. Because like, WCW is not the hardcore company ECW no. is. Yeah, they would have. Sabu is a hardcore wrestler. Yeah, Sabu just never fit into anything that wasn't. ECW. Yeah, could you picture him feuding with the NWO? <clears throat> you know, like <clears throat> one thing that really pissed me off was when they started. It was Vince. Uh, he really wanted to have uh, Sabu talk. What? It's like, honest to God, up until 2003, 2004, I, honest to God, did not think, I thought Sabu did not speak English. I thought he came from India. Like, I really, truly believed it. And then just to find out that he's just a, unfortunately, he's just a pathetic drug addict. <laughs> That's yeah. a bummer. I've seen him up close at conventions, and he looks like hell. Does he? Yeah. Uh, and he has like this girl playing as a genie or super something. Super genie? Yeah. That's his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Um, I talked to a guy. He's uh, He makes um, replica wrestling belts. And he's also a huge uh, uh, toy collector and everything. Really cool guy. I did an interview with him. And he told me a story once about he went to this convention and uh, Sabu hadn't shown up yet. And so uh, he was talking to the promoter guy. He's like, yeah, I don't know. He's trying to hold me up or something. We're not sure. And, oh, kind of like Sid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the guy said that he uh, he got a message because like he'd kind of talked to Sabu uh, a little bit because he's kind of in the industry. And Sabu's girlfriend messages him on Facebook and is like, you know, the promoter fucked us. You know, can you uh, give us a place to stay? And da 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 da. And we'll we'll give you like uh, these free T-shirts and all this stuff. And <clears throat> can you give us a ride to this and that? It and, sounds like they're poor. Exactly. And then. Uh, the guy said, Maybe like, show up to your appearances right? and you'll get paid. He said, uh, he goes, I definitely knew not to do that because I talked to someone who did that. And he said that Sabu left like a $700 bar tab and they were smoking crack. <laughs> Just a bunch of terrible shit. Ah, ah. Wow. Yeah, like, I don't think any, like so few of the ECW originals, you know, like Tommy Dreamer, I think is probably the only one, maybe Raven a little bit, who like came out of it unscathed, kind of like... It's just a big old mess. Oh, I guess RVD is doing pretty well. Yeah, but he just looks like hell. He too. looks like <laughs> hell, dude. And the fact that he's trying to wrestle like he did 20 years ago, like, dude, you're insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do it at all. Yeah. He looks bad. Yeah, um, he And does. he's trying to do, like, a Charlie Sheen type storyline. Right? Yeah, something. I saw that. That was cool, like, 10 years right. ago, bro. <laughs> right. Like, get with the times, man. Holy shit. <laughs> shit, it's 2020, not right? 2010. God. Like, yeah, I'm waiting for him to, like, try and get Paris Hilton going or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, man. Yeah, because, yeah, all those old ECW guys, maybe except for Dreamer yeah. and the Dudley Boys. Yeah, I guess the, yeah, the Dudley Boys are doing pretty good for themselves. Um, I guess Raven. Um, Raven looks like shit, though. Yeah, 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 for, yeah, talking in terms of how they look, I think the Dudley Boys, maybe, because, like, Ray, yeah, Bub, Bully Ray. Yes. Dreamer's fat now, and Dreamer's like all balding shit. And uh, your brother and I met uh, Bubba Ray at oh, yeah? WrestleCon. He was a pretty cool guy. I heard he is a really cool yeah, guy. Yeah, he was like, 
because Andrew wanted to get his autograph. He got something signed. I oh, don't right know. on. Um, it, but then he bought like the combo for the photo. Oh, right, and yeah. Bubba looks over to me. He's like, hey, you want to be part of the photo? And I was like, okay. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> so, awesome. So, um, yeah, we met Bubba Ray Dudley. That's, that's awesome, man. I always thought that if I ever got into business, him and I could do an angle where I was like his kid. Uh, or like his brother or something, because him and I look a lot alike. <laughs> so you said. So I said, of course. <laughs> Any guy that, that was able to pull down Velvet Sky, yeah, I'll tell myself I look like that guy. <laughs> but, yeah, oh. You need to get horseback. You could be like horse's long lost kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're both bald. <laughs> I wonder what kind of shape horse is in these days. <laughs> um, I looked up. Taskmaster! <laughs> My son, Sullivan! <laughs> um, this is on the TV, folks. Yes. People are booing this shit right? out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Kevin Sullivan is like, dude, I'm right here. You don't have to eat. Right? I know. (laughs) (laughs) What's talking about? <laughs> the long lost son of King Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> All I hear is Hagen! Right? Like, I can't understand a word this fucking guy's saying. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think auto captioning would figure it out. Right, God, no. Also, he said it funny too. Him and Shivani. Some dude in an ice block. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, good God. If I had to watch Dungeon Doom for a century. Oh, my is This is awful. Like, what's wrong with this? Like, he's like salivating. <laughs> this is like, his lips look so wet. He's not even taking a breath. Yeah. King Curtis looks like he's about to have a heart attack. I think he is. <laughs> King Curtis is falling gonna, asleep. Yeah, he's just gonna die there and no one's gonna notice. People are just booing the oh. hell out of this. Massively, this is not just like, ooh, you're a bad guy, we hate no, you. No, this like, is like, get off. Like, this is awful. You have an old fucking dude, fat so dude, that, sitting in a fake stone throne. So that's the prelude to what we're doing next. Yes, exactly. So catch us on the next one. Take care, kids.